You are listening to Big Trouble and Little Podcast. And here are your hosts, Joe Dove and Andy. Hello, Internet peeps, and welcome to another edition of Big Trouble Little Podcast. I am Joe Dubs. And I'm Andy. This podcast is where we watch a movie on any streaming platform, either if it's Hulu, uh, Netflix, and Amazon. We watch it, we come back here, and we discuss it. It's the simplest freaking podcast ever. Uh, but Andy, what the hell have you been watching besides the movie of the week? Um... This is the very, very tail end of Filmstruck. Like, after our last episode, I think I had like two or three days left on it. So I watched um, The Human Condition Part 1 of 3. Now i got to buy it so I can watch the rest of it because it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monster Bordeaux, Pearls of the Deep, which is it's a, it's a collection of five short stories. Chungking Express, which is a masterpiece. And then uh, I was sick one day, so I sat around and rewatched The Big Lebowski, and then I watched I, Tonya, that, that movie about Tonya Harding. Yep. And uh, I've been watching a bunch more Deep Space Nine. I'm, I'm coming up on the end of it, so I'll be done with DS9 soon. I'll have to move on to Voyager. I, I will say, uh, like, Deep Space Nine is, like, the second best for me in uh, the Star Trek uh, TV shows. And yeah, I think I still like Next Generation. Barely a little bit more, but mm-hmm. but Space Nine is really fucking cool. I, I mean, they're all good in their own way, I guess. Yeah. Um, me on the other hand, I more Mystery Science for three thousand. I I just find it amazing how they still make that show really good because I I, I thought because I know they have the rip tracks and all that stuff, so they kind of keep up with it. Yeah, it's not like they ever stopped. Yeah. It's just you you always kind of expect them to like run out of, of, of goofy ways to riff, but mm-hmm. no. It's just like the movies movies keep providing new material. Mm-hmm. And I, I've I've been watching actually some Christmas movies uh on TV that I forgot what channel it is, but my mom Oh shit, I forgot to say I also watched Tom Alone and Scrooge, speaking of Christmas movies. Scrooge, the one with Bill Murray? Heck yeah! Hell yeah! That's best. That's one of the best, and we we will talk about the best Christmas movie in my opinion. But uh, yeah, not a lot of stuff. I've been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption too. That could pretty much be a movie in itself. But uh, <laughs> but I will leave that for our escape from side quest. So I I think we should just dive into this movie because. I want to get this right off the bat. The movie that we watched this week is The Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell. And my motto is you have to watch every Kurt Russell movie at least once. Because he's one of those underrated actors that could pretty much do, you know, a really good movie. And then he could be like in a really bad movie, but he makes it good in his own way. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's dive into The Christmas Chronicles. 
Uh, I want to get your opinion on it, Andy, first. Uh, did it play with your emotions a lot <laughs> in this film? No, I don't know about a lot. I uh, I did, you know, the, the stuff about the father is, is interesting in that, you know, it feels like it should just be exploitative, but and I hate to sound like a big weepy woman or something, but uh, which is sexist of me to say, I'm sorry, but uh, something about Christmas and Christmas movies can really get to me a lot better. Like I've seen Home Alone like a hundred goddamn times in my life, and at the end when his when Kevin's mom turns up and sees him for the first time since they accidentally left him alone, I still get a little like. Like, you know, the, the, the bottom lip quivering a little bit. But yeah, this movie got, the, got that out of me at least a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. it did the same it thing to me pretty much when... And they did it multiple times. It's not like they did it in the beginning. Like, throughout the whole time, you were kept on bringing up, like, oh, I miss Dad, or, um, you know, them going to... The, well, she, Katie going to the North Pole and finding her brother's letter from uh, this year. Yeah, I liked that part. Like the only part that felt like forced or even exploitative was like when they when they're going by the church. Mm-hmm. That scene felt forced. I, I feel like someone, one of the producers or someone working on the movie was like, "We need to we need to work uh, a church message into this." And I was like, "No, oh, well, all right, that's fine." Well, it didn't like ruin the movie or anything, but that scene felt out of place. Yes, and no. Yes, I mean. And- it is a Christian holiday, so like I was expecting at least a church to be there. Um, yeah, I mean, absolutely have a church in your movie. That's fine. Yeah, I, I, I totally get it that they forced it, and especially like they had to have that moment where Katie was being, you know, the like, oh, even though you just fucking stole cars and shit, and you're a criminal, I still like your brother. Like, I understand that was like kind of forced in a way. And he's like, and she said the line, like, I see you, I, I see a lot of my father in you, because she was really young, uh, probably when he passed away. Um, and pretty much the payoff at the end, which uh, we'll talk about soon, it pretty much stems from that church scene. Uh, what I will say is Kurt Russell, I am going to coin the best Santa Claus <laughs> ever. Yeah. He, uh, at first, I was like, oh, it's Kurt Russell. I love Kurt Russell. He's one of my favorite actors. And that's like, I expected to just see Kurt Russell dressed as Santa Claus all the movie. Mm-hmm. He really does a really good job of, like, actually being Santa Claus in this movie. The only time I was like, okay, well, that's Kurt Russell in a Santa Claus outfit is the musical. There's a song in this movie. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Like, they kind of work it in, like, well, it's part of the story. He's got a Christmas cheer or whatever. But... That was the only time I was like, oh, that's right, this is Kurt Russell. Like, the rest of it, I was just like, okay, that's Santa Claus. He's got to do Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Like, I really liked the way he played Santa Claus. I really liked the way Santa Claus was personified. Yeah, and... Helicopters taking off outside. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, is your mic going? or <laughs> like No, a... I, I live a block away from my hospital. There'll be a hearing once taken off. Gotcha. So, were you going to finish on that, or... You want to keep on going? No, I, I, that was pretty much my point. Uh, he, he was excellent in it, and I really like not only the way that he acted as Santa Claus, but the way Santa Claus was written, too. Because mm-hmm. they, they could have totally done, like, a fake out where he's, like, an asshole. Uh, they could have done... I don't know, there's, there's a bunch of other stuff that I kept, like, like 
preemptively cringing over. But no, they did a really good job of writing Santa Claus. I don't. This is gonna make me sound like a hypocrite because when we watch other movies, I always judge them in a lot of ways. I'm gonna cut this movie slack, but Christmas movies—it's a Christmas movie, and he's Santa Claus. There's, mm-hmm. it's like an established character. It's like he wrote a movie about Spider-Man, so he's gonna have—he's gonna be real hung up on using power responsibly, and also he shoots web. You know, it, it, there's like there's established rules for it, and I feel like they did a really good job of like working with them, but also making them interesting. Well, when you think of a lot of like Christmas movies, especially when it has this tone as a kids movie, you go, "Oh, that's a kids movie," and you know, you, you put that on on Christmas Day, and you kind of, I don't know, you do adult things while your children are uh, watching this movie. I felt <laughs> like this. I felt like this movie was for both adults and kids. Yeah, that's it's a family movie. It, it's uh, there's too many movies nowadays that are excuse me that are like just PG, and a kids are entertained by it. Parents have to sit through it, but there there's some people that can make a movie that's entertaining also to adults. And this one, uh, I was entertained by, so I have to assume if there were kids in the room, I would be entertained mm-hmm. by it. Like if, if you have a family, this is absolutely a movie you can watch with them. I'd watch it on Christmas Eve. Is what I I would recommend. Yeah, because it pretty much takes uh, place throughout. Yeah. Uh, and they even named the year Christmas Eve 2018. So, mm-hmm. and you could so tell be an extra little bit of magic for the kids. Yeah, yeah. you could tell you like could tell. Kurt Russell had fun doing this film because maybe he's just a good actor, and it doesn't show that maybe he's like, ah, man, I'm gonna collect a paycheck, and you know, I'm gonna be Santa Claus. Uh, I don't know. I ju- I just feel like throughout the acting, the kids were a little cringy at time. Um, at times you could tell it was scripted by adults be like, oh, you know, I could tell an adult wrote this in line for a kid. Yeah. Uh, but then other times yeah. I was like, you could tell, you know, the acting of the kid was really good. You were, it was believable. Uh, what they do really well with the whole, uh, cringy kids moments is when, uh, you know, they're bantering at each other, like, I'm gonna tell mom that you stole a car. And, like, those, it, it was, I, I was like, ah, I could deal with that. But that's the adult in me. I know kids would love that, those scenes with the, the brother and his sister and all that. Uh, I thought it was weird that she didn't tell their mom about it. I think, I think because if she would have told, told uh, the mother about the stolen car, you know, they'd probably do the, and I'm doing quotations with my fingers, uh, do the right thing and probably (laughs) turn the sun in or something to the police. I don't know. Yeah, you would have ruined the movie, obviously, but she didn't really have motivation not to tell her mother in that scene. Like, retroactively, it's like, oh, well, it's good because now they they grew together and, you know, they're closer as siblings now. But at the time, I was like, why did you, why are you still hiding the tape? Just tell her. Yep. What I really liked about Kurt Russell, too, is um, instead of just being like, oh, I'm Santa Claus, ho, 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 he, he would, like, pretty much tell him, be like, hey, in 1971, what what did you really want? And he would put out, pull out, like, a 1951 uh, uh, Mickey Mantle rookie card or something like that. Uh, this was when he went into the restaurant looking for a card because... Their, uh, the sled broke down. And, and to, to kind of go into a quick synopsis of the movie, uh, Katie still believes in Santa Claus. The brother doesn't. 
during Christmas Eve, uh, Katie sees on the old camera that her father had, uh, which they videotaped every Christmas, that she found a hand putting a present under the tree, uh, pretty much proving that there is Santa Claus, and goes to tell the brother, and the brother's like, nah, that's, that's the aunt, and he's like, aunt is usually never here on Christmas Eve, so they set up a camera to kind of catch Santa in the moment. They do. They get on his sled and pretty much scare Kurt Russell into crashing the sled in Chicago. <laughs> and that's where they lead off. And I forgot where I was going with this, but pretty much I like how Kurt Russell went into the restaurant. That's where I'm going with it. Went into the restaurant and pretty much told everybody, you know, what they got for Christmas and if they were naughty or nice and all that. So I, I really like those moments, especially when he gets to the police station. Now, what was the worst, uh, not the worst, but what didn't you like about uh, this movie? Uh, the musical scene was like, okay, but I could have done without it. I fucking hated the elves. Really? It was, so, it was so obvious that they were like, man, I wish we would have invented the minions. And it was just like a bunch of that kind of shtick. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I really like the elves. That I I don't know. Maybe I was so because I messaged you pretty much in the first hour of the movie where I was like, "This is the best movie, probably Christmas movie I ever saw ever." And it it could be biased because Kurt Russell's in it and he kind of makes up the whole movie for it. But when the elves scene happened, and I I find it funny that they speak Elvish. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. It sounded like German at first. Mm-hmm. Or Swedish, because there was a point where uh, Kurt Russell goes, and I'm like, right, like from the Muppets or something, the, the chef? What is going on here? Yeah, one of them is named Lars. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I could totally understand that they had a really uh, minion-esque kind of thing going on. Uh, yeah, I didn't understand why they had to be like stupid, cute little creatures that are I mean, they're going to kill the kids. I understand the movies for everyone, but I mean, you asked what I didn't like, and I didn't. Know. Mm -hmm. They were dope. What about you? Did you love everything, or is there anything that you? Um, just the things that really stand out, like when they had to put like really bad people. Uh, you, you could tell that like this is going to sound stupid and weird, but like they just grab a good guy and put him in ghetto clothes and be like, "You're a bad guy now." <laughs> Like, especially the people that were uh, picking on uh, the brother and were yeah. going to throw the sack into the fire. Like, those people were unbelievable as, you know, bad guys. Well, believable bad guys wouldn't have a place in a PG Christmas movie. I was thinking about that, too, because, like, their wardrobe is weird, it seems. And then, like... Their chop shop, their hideout, has, like, arcade machines in the background. And I said out loud, what is this fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles foot clan? Because I, I think that they were, that it was, like, the vanilla version of, of gang, car gang, mm -hmm. steel gang. So I, that, that's kind of what I chalked it up to. They, they said, okay, well, there's bad guys in this movie, but we can't scare kids. So they just hassle the brother. I guess. Yes. Yeah. That's like it. <laughs> I really hated the no sense of urgency in the kids when Yeah. Several times it's like, you know, you're wasting a lot of time. She's like, 
looking over the letters and watching the videos and they're standing in front of the church talking about their dad and then they're walking around all the time doing nothing mm-hmm. oh hi elves i'm so glad to meet you no sense of urgency and it's oh my god yeah kurt russell yeah. was like and i'm always yeah. going to refer to santa claus as kurt russell now especially in real life when i see santa claus uh, i'll be like hey kurt russell anyway um especially the part where he he looks at his clock and he's like man we have like four hours to pretty much get things done so that we don't our window of opportunity closes and all that and i really hated when she went through the to the north pole and went on that really slow elevator and then looked for each letter for her brother's letter and then read the letter yeah, what the heck? That's a that's a felony. <laughs> I I was hoping that like because Santa Claus knows every oh I messed up. Kurt Russell knows uh you know everything um, that he would be like, hey, I I noticed that you weren't urgent <laughs> enough. Like I thought he would kind of like make a fun of that, and uh, he they didn't, and I wasn't too mad about that. I just I just really hated that they chose those scenes and didn't put sense of urgency like the only time they did show a sense of urgency is when the elves came and like oh shit i'm about to get attacked by little furby gremlin things and uh i better tell them that you know i'm working with santa claus even though it's not believable that a children made it there and uh maybe santa claus got killed (laughs) or something um what else did I hate about it? There was only like a few. Everything in the Christmas movie, especially like Home Alone. Well, no, no. Home Alone kind of gets it because they do find out that the sun is missing or something. But in the year 2018 with cell phones and them being supposed to be home, you would think the mom would be calling or texting to see how their kids are doing. Then again, it's nighttime and they should be in bed. So that that kind of answers my own question, but uh, there was time, especially in at the end when they do go back to, in the daylight on the sled. Nobody's up. Nobody's hearing these reindeers that just uh, plop down on the street. You'd think that one, and this is really nitpicking because this is what I think about in every movie. I'm like, there has to be one person that is like either going to work, like as a police officer. Or maybe looking out the window while having a cup of coffee mm-hmm. and not seeing this. Because I thought they would kind of nod that. Or maybe a, a child will look out the window and be like, Ma, it's Santa Claus. And then he's gone. Kind of like what they did in Mexico with the the kid. I liked that part. That was one of my favorite parts. Mm-hmm. And it, there was a lot of... I, I like that the ho-ho-ho was a myth and it's fake news. I thought I thought that was funny from Kurt Russell on how he delivered that. Um, what did you think about the cops? Did did you like the one cop that was kind of like a non-believer until he believed? I liked that gimmick, but they they really milked it from the one guy. Yeah, I I what the other guy that was like the reindeers they they flew. No, the, the primary one, like oh the Lisa guy. I, I understand that realistically. A cop would be like that, but I, I don't know. They, they they milked it past the point where they were getting anything out of it story-wise. Like, really, they just wanted to lock him up so they could do that musical number. 
which mm. you know, didn't ruin the movie or anything, but I, I it, it didn't really go anywhere for me. I mean, it did at first. I really liked the interrogation where he's like, oh, look, here's a, here's a this, here's a Han Solo action figure, here's a Snoopy doll, oh my gosh. Like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, we frisked like, you. Yeah. How'd you, how, how'd you get that? And then, I thought he was going to make, like, another Fritzkin joke or be like, where'd you get the instruments and the drums and the piano that just came out out of nowhere? I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah, again, with the, the, the with the bad guys, like, in the jail, like, they made it very PG, but it was awesome, especially with the funny noises and stuff. Did you... Did you like how he gave coal to the bad guys that were stealing cars? I, I knew that was going to happen. As soon as he took the present, I was like, well, there's coal in there, dude. <laughs> um, the sled itself was cool. What did you think about the reindeers? I thought the reindeers were pretty interesting. And where the fuck is uh, Rudolph? Is they he... were really cool, but, man, they were big reindeer. Have you ever seen reindeer? They're, I don't think they're that big. No, but, yeah. and again, where the fuck is Rudolph? Did he d retire? He, he's only needed for emergency weather situations. Gotcha. He's kind of like the closer. He... That, that was that was the that was too far realism wise. Like, no, reindeer noses don't glow. Everything else that make fine, whatever. Magic hat, flying sled, mm -hmm. elves, whatever. But reindeer, no, we're not messing with that. Yeah, and uh, I thought it was real funny that Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. <gasps> Uh, operating a, a car. He's like, I gotta get used to this. I haven't done this in a while. Oh my god, it's an automatic. I, I like <laughs> what about um, Mrs. There, there was a, that, that does remind me of something else, though. There's some obnoxious product placement in the movie. And Dodge is definitely one of them. Oh yeah, because when, when Katie went into that uh, present black hole to the North Pole kind of thing, seen the uh the mustang or the ford whatever like floating in the sky i was like oh okay no i'm just talking about the challenger they steal and drive around after naming like he says you stole that dodge challenger like he says it like so specifically it's kind of <laughs> gross it's like uh okay i get it mm -hmm. and yes i saw the yoo-hoo they shoved in your face instead of slay i mean really it was the dodge thing that was like really blatant mm -hmm. i mean that's fine when everything cares but yeah it just it was it was that line that turned me off a bit like you had to be so specific you couldn't say that car or that sports car or even just the challenger i think what's really gonna piss me off is that they're gonna try to sequel this movie Oh, and he also says, straight Nate reindeer for 400 horses. It sounded like a, a marketing pitch. Sorry, I was still stuck on the, on the uh, product placement. <clears throat> but yeah, they, they might do a sequel thing, it seems like. Yeah, they kind of like... Calling you if I need your help. I yeah. Need help. Yeah, the presents. And then, and then the whole, uh, the elves getting jealous that, you know, he said, you're the best helpers I ever had. <laughs> and then elves are like, you know, limping. Uh, whimpering at the ground. Maybe they'll do a prequel and it'll be like, um, what's that Rankin and Bass special about Santa Claus? Santa Claus comes to town or something. <laughs> Reboot that. Mm -hmm. Radier. Big Trouble in Little North Pole. Have Kurt Russell fight off uh, 
I don't know what enemies he would have. I guess non-believers, I guess. <laughs> um, what do you think of uh, Mrs. Claus, by the way? Think of what? Mrs. Claus. Holy Han. Uh, it's funny. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. They worked together in the past, right? If I'm correct. Yeah, I think so. I th- I think that was kind of like a nod to like, oh, you know, you know, they're really good friends, and she's Mrs. Claus. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, then he also had the, you know, <laughs> a family tree of non-believe or, or, or great believers or something like that. That was another cringe moment where she's like, man, I have a whole family of believers. And then the elves are like, a true believer. Yeah. Other than that, Andy, do you recommend this film for people to watch during Christmas Eve or even Christmas season? Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, and I I still stand by my seal of approval that this might be one of the best Christmas movies ever for me. Uh, And that's saying a lot because you have It's a Wonderful Life, you have a Christmas story. There'll there'll always be classics, but there's, you know, records are meant to be broken. (laughs) So. All right, let's move from, you know, elves to uh, hedgehogs. So this is your story, Andy. What's going on? It's not much of a story. It's just uh, they finally teased. They've been talking about and writing and casting this uh, Sonic the Hedgehog live action CG movie forever. And there was a teaser poster and it looks so fucking weird. It's like Sonic, but he's skinnier and kind of realistic, but not. It's just a silhouette. So it's not like we've seen him yet. It's, it's It just looks really weird. And there's been lots of funny jokes about it. <coughs> on Twitter and Reddit and Facebook and stuff. So, I, 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 I didn't feel like we could get by without at least bringing it up. It's just, it's so weird. Like, I don't know how I, I, feel, know about how I feel about it. About it. I, I feel like it's going to be bad. But then again, you know, you know, these uh, video game movies are kind of getting a little bit better than usual than what we, what we had. So it could be a good movie, but I don't know. I'm not digging the whole you know, Sonic the Hedgehog live action. I would rather have, like, a Pixar movie do... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree completely. It should be all CG or animated or something like that. I don't understand why they think this is a good idea. And I might be proved wrong. I would love to be proved wrong, but I don't think... Mm -hmm. And in other news, uh, did you see the new Avengers trailer? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, it was it was cool. Had me had had me with a, a tiny twinge of goosebumps a couple times. It 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 doesn't show anything, and I love it. But I know they're gonna show in the next trailer that they're gonna have action scenes, and I really think this should be the only trailer. And they should always pitch this trailer uh, throughout. Uh, they moved it up, by the way, to April now instead of May. Yeah, just like the last one. Mm-hmm. So. Don't show anything. Make it somber. Make it look like they're not gonna win, and have them be surprised, because we all know they are gonna win. But people that don't follow comics, to they might look at it and be like, "Oh, this might be the end." You know, Thanos might have uh, beaten the Avengers, and then that's when new Avengers come and uh, pretty much take over. Because I think this is Captain America's last uh, movie for a while. I mean. It makes sense, and everyone has been predicting it, and I think it would make sense anyway. They get Iron Man and Captain America and, like, maybe even Thor and a couple of those. Just get them out of the way, and let's let's get new 
heroes that you can write stories about. And I'm not saying there's not a hundred more stories that you can tell with Captain America. They've been doing it since the 40s, but I mean, the actors are going to age, unfortunately. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe go out on top. Maybe maybe do something really good with the character. And, and they don't have to die or anything. You can still do something to where they can come back. Like, like if they... The the Infinity Stones killed killed air quotes mm-hmm. um, Red Skull, but you still got to bring him back for a little thing, so you can do something. Yeah, and uh, what do you think of Hawkeye uh, rocking the Ronin uh, costume? Do you know about Ronin in comics? Uh, vaguely, like I read stuff that was like adjacent to that, but I haven't read anything specifically. Yeah, so Ronan was pretty much in Hell's Kitchen. He, uh, she actually fought uh, Daredevil. So I, I kind of like what they did did with Hawkeye. We still don't know anything about it, but I'm figuring either A, his family got destroyed by the gauntlet, and this is how he's living his life as a vigilante, um, or this is a kind of another timeline because gauntlet likes to mess with time. And this is what Hawkeye is, is he's a, he's somewhat of a bad person because he has a sword now instead instead of his uh bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. Um there there could be a lot of things that happen and they kinda do uh hint that something is wrong with time because when they see Ant Man at the gate, uh Captain America goes, Was this uh is this now or something like that? Or is this like in the past? And that's interesting. Uh, there was a lot of uh, speculation because people like to take pictures during sets and stuff. And they saw uh, certain scenes that go all the way back to the first Avengers movie. So well, hmm. maybe, that would be interesting. Yeah, I, I, hadn't, I hadn't heard of that angle. I don't, I don't exactly like come reddit for a bunch of uh theories or anything i just watched the trailer together i gather from it well a lot of people also hate time traveling ideas like oh what a cop out just go back in time and change everything it's like, the way my, i have faith in the russo brothers to come up with something good yeah it's like you've never seen <coughs> or read an interesting time travel story yeah get out of here <laughs> And then they came out with a Miss Marvel uh, trailer. Uh, Captain Marvel, my bad. Uh, mm-hmm. It's interesting. Cause the only reason why I'm, I want to see this movie is because it's in the 90s. And I, I think the 90s. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's so interesting that the 90s is like a throwback thing they can do now. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. And other than that, like, again... Uh, oh, Shazam. That's another superhero movie. Like... I hate going through like movie sites, and I know I'm beating a dead horse, but I can never find something that is non-superhero <laughs> news. It's always you know Deadpool's coming out, or you know, uh, fucking Avengers and Captain Marvel and Ant Man. Oh my, and Aquaman. What's your uh, op- actually opinion on Aquaman? Do you think Jason Mimosa? I I uh, I. I had stopped caring about it entirely, like long, long time ago. Basically, before it was even announced. But I keep seeing stuff about how the soundtrack is inspired by Blade Runner, and um, Jason Momoa is into something. I, I can't remember what the other thing was. I keep like out of my 
peripheral vision on on movie sites seeing stuff about that movie and I don't know, it, it, it might actually be really cool. I still really like him as an actor. I think he's an interesting guy. I think that he's the closest thing that they have to um, a Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe it'll be good. I'm not going to go see it unless, unless like, it's the best movie of the year, you have to go see it, or some friends see it and they say it's really good. Or some friends are going to see it and they're like, do you want to go see Aquaman? And I say no. And they say, quit being a bitch. And I say, fine. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be okay. I think it might have the same surprise as Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman yeah. And then they get a little confidence, and then they come out with another film, and it sucks. And it's like they, they want to make Avengers so bad, don't they? They're like, oh, we want to have all the heroes in. Mm-hmm. We want it. <laughs> they'll, they'll, ne- they'll, they'll never Focus be Marvel. I, I'm, I, DC should surrender. Uh, or I should say WB should surrender that they will never beat Marvel. Especially no, no, no. especially with the lead that they have now. Fucking just... Star Wars can't beat Marvel. Mm-hmm. So just stick to one superhero at a time at the moment. And then if you do get traction to the point of getting uh, good writers and, and uh, having the production company get away from, you know, editing the movie, then maybe you'll have a great... Uh, superhero movie. But other than that, uh, some old news that I'm looking at right now. I'm, I'm passing all the superheroes. Apparently, uh, Sylvester Stallone is officially retiring as the character Rocky Balboa. So I'm guessing maybe something will happen in Creed Two to either a he retires or gets hurt or he actually gets killed <laughs> because he's facing the Russian guy. Uh, well, he's been out for a while. I kind of forgot to go see it. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to see that movie, just because uh, Dolph Lundgren is in it. The guy who uh, I just want to see because Creed One was so damn good. Yep. And uh, yeah, not besides the whole fact that uh, Netflix canceled all their Marvel TV shows and pretty much gearing up for the Disney streaming. Did you see though that it was? I can't remember who had confirmed it, but someone of some import said. No, Daredevil wasn't canceled because it's going to be on the Marvel service. That isn't announced, and it probably won't be. Really? Like, what? Fuck you. <laughs> how Because they didn't say anything about Punisher, by the way. I, th- I believe Punisher is still on... Season next- 2 is like coming out soon. It's like this month, isn't it? Yeah. Next month? It's soon. Yeah. So it's kind of it's interesting kind of- that you do say that, because I'm like, Daredevil is pretty... Ed- like, all those shows were pretty edgy. I think if you were Disney, and knowing Disney that they don't like a lot of violence and a lot of sex, you'd want to keep those type of shows on Netflix because you know what they're going to do probably. And the guy who plays the re- uh, the the lead for Daredevil, I keep on forgetting his name, he was saddened that he's not working, you know, being Daredevil. And that's kind of alarming because usually they would be like, don't worry, we're just on a hiatus until the Disney thing comes out. And to me, I think what they're going to do is that they are going to release the Daredevil show, the Jessica Jones and the Luke Cages, but it's going to be really watered down so that because they're going to be pitching this Disney platform to kids. I don't know about that. Disney, I mean, Disney as an entity 
sure they don't they want to do violence even though they got to kill stuff's parents in every movie they make but the 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 conglomerate that is disney is a massive organization and like i think if you if you follow the tree enough like they own miramax who put out all of like quentin tarantino's movies i i might be pulling that out of my ass but like boy vista or someone has made surely all kinds of weird violent stuff and plus you gotta imagine it's probably gonna have the marvel movies on Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, you might be right, but I, I don't see him doing that. Well, uh, yeah, but you know, looking, at, you you watched the Daredevil uh, show, right? Negative. Negative. Okay. Um, and you know, you seen Punisher season one, right? No. No. Okay. So so all these. I told you, I'm sick of comic book stuff, and I don't like TV shows that much. Yeah, so all these shows, they have literally softcore porn on there. To the point of, like, seeing a little bit of boob, side boob, and, like, the bed rocking really, really hard. Like, this is nothing that a kid could sit down and with his mom or dad and be like, oh, Daredevil, he's, he's badass. But here's porn on the side for you. Um... And that's what kind of confuses me, even though Disney does have hands in like Quentin Tarantino movies and all this. We don't we don't even know the lineup for uh, the Disney streaming uh, platform. Maybe they'll have those type of movies for like an adult area and then have the kids section for like, you know, your Lion Kings and your your uh, Frozen and all that stuff. That's what everyone's doing now. Yeah, I just feel like let Netflix have these shows on there. Uh, just so that they can stick to the formula. Because I think once Disney has, you know, these shows on there, even if they do take the, you know, the Daredevil and the Jessica Jones and the Luke Cages, that they're just going to water down it and it's going to do bad and nobody's going to like that. They've made an awful lot of good decisions so far, that's all I'll say. Yes. And they also made a few bad ones too. So they're not really perfect. Uh, okay, well, that's pretty much it. Um, I, are you interested in the Star Wars, the Mandalorian? Uh, somewhat. <clears throat> Again, it's kind of like, oh, it's a TV show, that kind of stuff. But I, when I was a kid, I read like the Bounty Hunter Wars and some of the, the Boba Fett comics and stuff. And I really want to see what they do. Obviously, that's none of that's canon. I understand that. I'm not, I'm not living in a fantasy world. No real hunt. But I'm not. I'm not imagining that they're going to keep any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I want. I really want to see what they would do with like the Mandalorian myth and stuff like that. Because they still got you know Django and Boba in that armor and stuff. But they aren't necessarily. I, mean, I think maybe Django Fett was supposed to be a Mandalorian. I'm not sure. But I, I'm interested to see. I don't know if I'll like sit down and, and binge watch it all like like people say but yeah i I can see myself watching it i bet you i will yeah and this is what i've always wanted disney to do especially when you have like stuff like rogue one and uh these side stories that they want to do in movies i think they should just stick with disney streaming service and kind of push it there so that you can get a full story than rather putting it into a two hour even though it's probably going to be more watched if they did put it in a two hour because people don't have times these days but 
TV shows, you could really go into deep detail on each uh, place that this character goes on. So yeah, I admit, I admit details great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I read too, of course, which is the next logical step. And there are TV shows that I like a lot. It's just I'd rather watch a few movies than watch a television show. A television show has got to be the cream of the crop to get me. Yeah, only have John Favreau as a. The director, so can't can't be that's, that bad. That's definitely a step in the right direction. Yep. On uh, no more news, by the way. So that I think we will conclude uh, this podcast. Andy, is there any projects you want to speak about? Uh, as... uh, not right now. I'm I'm writing some stuff. I might turn into a series. I think I don't know. I don't, I don't want to tease it and then it not come to fruition now. So. I'll just sit on it for now. Christmas is a busy time of the year, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that uh, we I did a soft launch on my website, nerdreview.com. So maybe if you want to write something instead of making a video out of it, you could probably post it on there if you want to. Maybe. I have very bad spelling. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> we all, not everybody's perfect and we're not like a media website. But uh, if anybody wants to know that Nerdreview pretty much is a a community of nerds just you know being a community and talking about movies tv shows video games comic books anything that is nerdy and yes i do conc- uh say that wrestling is kind of nerdy because some of the stuff is nerdy on wrestling and a lot of the wrestlers are nerds so uh keep an eye on that uh our podcast is on podbean which is btilp.podbean.com uh give us comment and give us a review we're also on itunes so try to try to download download us and uh, listen to us you know working out uh writing to work or whatever or if you're on the toilet and you want to listen to us that's good too um kind of quick projects uh i'm kind of staying away from doing like serious streaming because I've been ha- and this is kind of off topic on movies. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun just playing video games just to play, not to be like play video games because I have to stream it. And uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I know that you got affiliate status recently. I thought you were gonna say like, oh, I'm not streaming it. Yeah, I, I I still stream. I just I'm not the type of person that I'm gonna go. Uh, oh, this is a schedule of what I'm gonna be streaming. I'm just gonna be sh- streaming whatever I want to play and whenever I want to play it too. So if if I don't want to you know do it on my days off, then I won't stream. Maybe next week. You gonna play video games for fun? Yeah, it 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 was kind of an eye opener for me. And playing video games for fun is a lot more funner than playing video games to stream. So it's weird that you said more fun, which is correct, and then turned around and said funner. Yes. See, that's why, uh, you know, I'm not really good at spelling and grammar, I guess. And it's funny because I I write a lot of things, too, but I have a computer to do the editing part. Uh, Oh, yeah. If it wasn't for that, I would look like some kind of a complete idiot all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Even more so than I do now. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought since you corrected me on my grammar. Oh, you you do writing. Yes. And pretty much... uh, you know, follow our podcast, listen to it, and um, yeah, hopefully. Oh, the next movie! Holy shit! Uh, 
Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what Christmas movie did you choose for? Good question, but I'm gonna bullshit this really quickly because I didn't choose one. <laughs> so I'm looking for one right. I, I know what I'm gonna watch on Netflix. I'm gonna watch Roma. It comes out in two days. Oh shit! It's a movie. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of like uh, cringy Christmas movies that I'm looking at right now. Oh yeah, the Christmas selection on there is complete trash. I hypothesize. I was talking. To- this, but I guess that uh, they put a bunch of garbage Christmas movies on there so that you watch Christmas Chronicle because it's their Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true. That's that's real, uh, it's real silly. But that's what I think. I don't think you're going to find a whole lot better on Hulu. And uh, you know what? Remember last last Christmas we watched Santa Paws. Yeah. No, it was Santa Buddies. No, maybe it was Santa Paws. That Santa Paws. One was- of those. Yeah, we're gonna watch an all cat movie called Santa Claus. No, uh, why? <laughs> it's an hour and twenty six minutes, and uh, we need to have our at least one bad movie per month. So we went from a good, and then we're gonna go to a terrible. But uh, yeah, watch the terrible movie with us, and then come come back here and uh, listen to what we have to say. Until next time, everybody. Have a Merry Christmas, because it will be Christmas, uh, after Christmas, actually, when we record our next Big Trouble Little Podcast. So, oh, yeah. December is spread out weird this year. But, yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Bye. Thanks for listening.